Throughout my life's travels, I've been able to taste cuisines from all over the world, and I've been blessed to live in a few different countries in Southeast Asia. I've lived in Spain, I've backpacked through Central and South America. One of my favorite parts of traveling is getting to taste the epitome of that food for those people and their stories, their culture, their passion. And so for me, that's just such a pivotal part of experiencing the world. I'm Jen Sharp, host of the documentary series Flat Out Food and this podcast. Flat Out Food airs on City TV Saskatchewan and is filmed solely in Saskatchewan. Each episode highlights an ingredient and traces that ingredient's journey from the farmer's field to the chef's plate while uncovering inspiring stories along the way. I'm joined today by Caitlin Shrope, and on season three, she took on the task of interviewing a few of this season's participants so we can get to know them and their passions better. We're so lucky to have people in Saskatchewan who bring those cuisines from all over the world. As someone who hasn't been able to do as much international traveling, being able to taste that food is so, so special. And this season on Flat Out Food, I had the opportunity to sit down with Harry from Restaurant Cashmere and Cecilia from the Grotto to learn more about their stories and their foods and their home. You know, you bring up a really great point, Caitlin, in saying like for someone that perhaps hasn't traveled internationally and to be able to experience these cuisines here. And it's something we can experience throughout Saskatchewan. We have folks from all over the world that have come to Saskatchewan and made it their home. And they've brought that cuisine from their homeland here. And it's an incredible experience to go to these restaurants and be able to taste perhaps something directly from Thailand or in Cecilia's case from Mexico or from northern India, Kashmir at Harry's restaurant. And I remember the first time I met Harry was when I was researching my book Flat Out Delicious in 2018. And Harry and his wife own a restaurant in Prince Albert and now one in Saskatoon. But I'd gone to the Prince Albert one with my photographer Richard Marjan. And we were just treated like royalty. Like we came in and the red carpet was rolled out. Well, not quite, but almost. And we were just treated with such hospitality and grace. And I've had the opportunity to travel to India too. And a lot of the people I've met in India are very hospitable like that as well. And part of the way that they show love and show their friendship or kinship is through food. And it's through breaking bread together. And so that first meal I had at Harry's restaurant in Prince Albert was exactly that. And he brought out his favorite dishes and was just so proud of it and vivacious about his spices and how everything's prepared. And I think that really comes out in this episode as well and in the way that Harry approaches food in his restaurant. So Jenna, as someone who has traveled, you know, to multiple places around the world, how does it feel for you to be able to still taste those foods and those cuisines when you're back at home? Well, I really love it because perhaps you've had a dish, say, in India. Let's use India as an example because I think Indian food is pretty ubiquitous. I mean, everybody loves Indian food, right? Mexican food too. But perhaps there's a dish that I tried while traveling or living in a place and, you know, you just get this craving for it. And food always elicits memories of a time and place. And if you can find that restaurant and maybe revisit that dish and bring back some of that memory in the food, then it's, it's just something that's really special to me. When you speak about memories with food, I think the thing that comes straight to my mind is how family get-togethers, family Thanksgivings, Christmases, you get together with your family for that specific meal at that specific time of the year, and it brings those great memories. 
through Flat Out Food, we've been able to have these huge feasts with people from all across the province and people who have brought cuisines from all around the world like Harry and to have him share his memories of his homeland with us, I think, is something that you you don't get unless you go visit that place yourself. That is so true, Caitlin. And, you know, that dinner scene at Kashmir, the food that was prepared for us was just mind-blowing. And it was all potato-based. Like, he didn't bring in really any other, like, meat or starches, like, a little bit. But it was just so specific to potatoes and that also, like, hyper-specific to the state of Kashmir in India. And there was also a lunch that was made for the crew that day. So it's, it's been months now since that meal and the crew is all still thinking about it and talking about it. It's that memory of that time and place of filming. And for Harry, it's bringing that memory of his homeland and those really unique and special foods to Saskatchewan. And it's something that he creates in Kashmir every day by bringing in this, this feel of Northern India so people in Saskatchewan can experience it. We started our last week of filming season three on Broadway Street at Restaurant Kashmir in Saskatoon. The scenery, however, is quite different from the region the restaurant is named after. The Kashmir region of India is mountainous, with vast valleys and a reputation for its hunting and fishing spots. Kashmir is called paradise on earth because it's so beautiful up there. I call it Banff on steroids. You know, Kashmir is all lakes, skiing, fishing, hunting. Harry was born in Kashmir and named the restaurant after the region as a tribute to his home, where he learned to cook traditional Indian food. My dad was an army officer. I traveled all the different regions of India and I was exposed to that particular food of that region, ingredients, different styles of cooking. So that was a big learning process and I was blessed to have that opportunity. Moving to Canada, Because it was my passion, I kind of took it up and I had tremendous support everywhere I went. What was it like for you being able to move to Canada and eventually open your own restaurant? What was it like to bring home here? It was a blessing in disguise, let's put it that way. I worked at different places, retirement homes, connected to the hospitality industry, but restaurants is where my forte is. And I think I'm blessed to be pursuing my dream here. Our crew took over Harry's restaurant for the day, and it felt like we were transported to Harry's home in Kashmir the moment we stepped in the door. It's a clay hut that's kind of what was traditionally used to make everyday food. You, you sat on the floor and you had a fire going and you were cooking in traditional pots. And it's all soul cooking. There's nothing, it's not precisely measured. It's just pinch by pinch. We were lucky enough to film Harry and his team prepare a meal for the show. Harry told me that he was first taught how to cook traditional Indian food from his grandmother, but learned all of his technical skills while working in the hospitality industry. Grandma doesn't need introductions. There were grandmas who feed what you want. So that's essentially what's my life now. I will create dishes for people that they order. My grandma was the inspiration, but 
I would say I was blessed to be taught by a group of experienced teachers who kind of explained each thing and how it's done, why it's done. I call it my curry crusade. I want people in North America to experience authentic Indian food, not Canadianized Indian food, the way it's supposed to be. So for that, the quality of spices, the quality of your ingredients is very, very important. Plus, it's a lot to do with the soul. You have to have your heart in when you're creating a dish. I love that, having your heart in it. I think that's really important, and it makes the food taste better when you care about it. What do you love about food? It's that feeling when you serve food and people appreciate the kind of experience, the various flavors, and they come to you and say, wow. That wow factor is what you know drives you day and night. It's everyone coming appreciating and they're so enthusiastic and they, you know, give you a reason to do better than what you did yesterday. Our customers are so, you know, close and friendly with us. We know them, most of them by their first names and we are involved in their family celebrations and stuff like that. So it's a very, very heartening, heartwarming feeling. What does it mean to you to be able to showcase your restaurant in a show like Flat Out Food? Oh, it's, it's an absolute blessing. Associating with Jen, and we were featured in her book a couple of months ago, Jen reached out. I thought that was a blessing in disguise, you know. Just to be included in the local Saskatchewan food scene, having an ethnic background, I think that's a blessing. We're really lucky on Flat Out Food to be able to tell stories about people like Harry. If you've had the chance to watch the episode, then you'll really be able to see like Harry's just passion for life and more importantly, for the food that he makes for people and for his own family, because he is just over the top passionate about spices and how important they are to Indian cooking. And they have to be like he grinds them by hand. He doesn't buy anything prepackaged or prepared. All his curries, like the spice mixtures, are done by hand the proper way. The spices have to be added at the right time, at the right temperature, to really get the, the depth of flavor that you want in the dish. And that's what Indian food is, is most famous for. So to dive into that story and really get to know more of that and why it's, it's so integral to the cuisine and to who Harry is as a person, it's, it's such a unique opportunity. And that's one of the things that I think really makes Flat Out Food shine as a, a documentary series. Because it's a story that we don't often get to hear about in Saskatchewan. And we really expect to eat those more diverse cuisines in cities, but it actually happens in small towns too. Like on Flat Out Food Season 3, we traveled to the Grotto, which is in Vibank, Saskatchewan. And we've learned very quickly that like Harry, Cecilia also, her passion is just to bring her home food to people here. And Cecilia's stories is just so fascinating to me because the way she grew up in Mexico, Oaxaca is where she's from. She didn't grow up cooking and knowing how to cook traditional dishes. It just wasn't part of her childhood and her young adult years. So when she moved to Saskatchewan and wanted those tastes of her homeland and she couldn't find them anywhere. So she ended up going back and visiting the grandmas in their little kitchens in the just the traditional villages in her home state to learn how to cook those dishes. So it wasn't something that, you know, she went to become a certified Red Seal chef or anything for. Not there's anything wrong with that. That's a beautiful way of preparing food. But hers is just really home style, home cooking, 
those traditional dishes that women and men make in their home kitchens. And that's how she learned to cook. And then those are the tastes that she brings back to small town Saskatchewan. And it's become this destination spot in the province, really. People drive from all over and they'll book a hotel in Regina. They'll take the drive out to Vibank, stay the night. You get your table. You don't have to leave when your meal is finished. They really encourage you to stay as late as you want and just mingle and visit, enjoy the food and enjoy Cecilia's hospitality. And it's just become this really unique spot in the province. And there's really nothing else like it. Do you remember the first time that you met Cecilia? I do. It was in 2018, and it was during the research phase for my book, Flat Out Delicious. And I hadn't been to the grotto before, but I'd heard about it, and I was so excited to go. And Cecilia just greeted us like family, like hugs and kisses and come sit and brought out this feast of food for us and pina coladas and the pineapple and just you know, the whole Mexican night experience, which is what she offers at the Grotto. And so to go and be in that restaurant and just be fed such beautiful food and enjoy Cecilia and her husband Kevin's hospitality and to just put our feet up for a night was something I'll never forget. Cecilia and Kevin's home looks quite ordinary from the outside. But when you step through the door, you step into Mexico. The walls of the house are a bright yellow and Spanish tiles cover the floor. My house for me is my sanctuary. Inside in my house, if you see, I have colors because in my mind, this is my country. Inside in my house. I know I am living in Canada. If I go outside, I know I am in Canada. But inside, I forget I am in Canada. Cecilia and Kevin Zimmerman own the grotto in Vibank, Saskatchewan. The grotto is located inside the former chapel of a nun convent. This space is small but inviting and is where Cecilia shares her memories of Mexico through her food. These memories are amazing because they stick in my brain and my tongue. And when I try something new from the small towns, it's like, oh my God, this is new flavor for me. Throughout Cecilia's childhood, She traveled with her father from small town to small town, buying and selling animals. Cecilia says she was always searching for new flavors. It's unbelievable how you start in a child age to develop these flavors in your mouth and you keep it forever. This is a reason when I moved to Canada, I, I was looking for these flavors, but you know, I didn't find it anywhere. But I think I was lucky because I keep it with me. It was easy to make it, to find a flavor, because I know exactly what I was looking for. That the best memories I have with my dad in the small towns from hundreds of people, because we went all over the place. We see different houses, we, we see different people. The nice thing is all of them fit us. You know, when my dad got in the business, always he saw these big families, like they can afford meat for everybody. When he got animals from them, always he was sure to come back to the same place to bring two bags of meat for the family. One of the best meats from the cow they sold, free. The people really appreciate that. This was like a law in my house. It's somebody from another town come to the house to offer animals. The first thing we have to ask this person, are you hungry or are you thirsty? We have to give it a chair. We have to 
feed them right away because my dad is the first thing he told us, he teach us, feed these people because these people bring food to us. When I buy a cow or whatever from them and I sell it, I make money. And they said they take their time to bring the money to the house, the business to the house. You have to be friendly. You have to help them if they need help. But the first thing is you feed them because probably in long hours they will be hungry. It was very obvious how proud Cecilia is of her time in Mexico. It was important to her that she learned about each region and its flavors and brought them back to Canada. Her food is a little taste of home. All these things I teach my friends and people didn't know anything about Mexican traditions. I found a a lady here, like she was from Oaxaca, and she told me how much she missed her food too. And I was just thinking, okay, I have to do something because I need this food with me. I need to bring the flavors here. I need to bring my traditions, my dishes, everything I can. When I celebrate any kind of uh, festivals in, in Oaxaca, I know I wasn't in Oaxaca here, but I try to do it with my friends, and I feel very happy. I feel very happy because some people, they said, oh, I miss this from Mexico. Oh, I am waiting to go and taste it. I can do it, you know, anytime. But I enjoy it more when I am in Oaxaca because somebody else is cooking for me. I take my time to enjoy the food. You know, I'm not in a rush. We talk and we share experiences. They tell me about their lives or how they make this. You know, everything is about cooking. And this is the, the most beautiful thing for me, a gift. Sharing food with guests is how Cecilia shows her love for her community and her home. The Flat Out Food crew witnessed this throughout the two days we spent at the grotto. Kevin and Cecilia truly treated us like family. Family for me is everything, honey. When I am in the grotto and I talk about this with, with my customers, I talk with them like my family. They are for me the people I am waiting to see, to feed them, uh, to talk with them. This is the good energy I got from the people. And if they tell me the food was great, this is another big gift for me because keep me going. I feel stronger. I had a really rough times with my health, but all the time I said, thanks thanks to you guys, I am here. Even when I was taking my chemotherapy for lung cancer, I didn't close the restaurant. I said to Kevin, you have to keep it open. I will tell you what to do. If not, I will be sicker. I said, I need this open, you know? And I went sometimes... It's very slowly because I couldn't walk too much. But only to stop and see inside and looking inside, I was very happy. And I was thinking, okay, I have to be okay soon. I need to come back because I miss these people. I need these people. They feed me what I am. I am in where I am for them. And it's like, we are here for you. We support you. Keep going. You can do it. You know, and I saw that a little bit far away and I came back to my house because I couldn't stay, you know, but 
I didn't want to close. Kevin said, Cecilia, rest. You have to sleep. I said, I can't. I am excited because it's, it's Friday. Friday is Mexican night at the Grotto. Yeah, the Grotto has Mexican night on Fridays, as as you mentioned, Caitlin, and it's it's something that, yeah, you have to book usually weeks, if not months in advance for, especially in the, the higher seasons, the high tourist season. But Cecilia's husband, Kevin, also does a Southern-themed barbecue night on Saturdays, and he's got slow-roasted brisket and duck breast and these different meats and barbecue sauces and homemade cornbread, and it's it's quite a special experience to the menu doesn't change as much on the barbecue nights. It's usually the same. But on the Mexican nights, Cecilia really switches it up and tries out different dishes from where she, Oaxaca and also just using what's in season because her garden is also just a huge part of who Cecilia is. And she finds a lot of peace and comfort in the garden and growing food for the restaurant. She grows a lot of the tomatoes and tomatillos and peppers that are used in the grotto but also for herself and just eating homegrown organic foods. And this was a part of her journey with cancer as well and has come out the other side. And a big part of that fight for her back to health was her food, the healthy, beautiful foods that she grows in the garden and also the grotto. It's just such a huge part of her life to cook food for people and to welcome them into her home. She considers the grotto her home. And when you're dining with her, it's like being in your mom's kitchen. And she has this really motherly feel about her when she welcomes you into the grotto. And part of her healing journey was to be able to come back to the grotto and host people and see them experiencing her food. And it all comes full circle when we were able to spend those, those two days with her and just feel her energy up close and personal and what a special person she is. When I think back to our time at the Grotto, all I can think about is those three amazing meals that Cecilia and Kevin prepared for us. They gave us two amazing Mexican lunches, and we actually got to taste the dinner that yourself, Jen, and the participants of the garlic episode got to taste. The crew doesn't get that all that often, but when we do, it's so amazing to be able to taste the food that you guys are tasting on the show. I just think about how Cecilia didn't have to do those things for the crew. She didn't have to spend her evenings preparing the food for us for the next day, but she really did. It's that whole motherly aspect of just who she is as a person. And it's so heartwarming to feel so welcome in a place like the Grotto and even Restaurant Cashmere in Saskatoon. To have someone take care of you like that, like Harry and Cecilia did for us, is just something that you you can't take for granted to be able to really feel at home with those people in their restaurants. So when we think about international cuisine and how it's brought to Saskatchewan, a big part of it is, yes, the food and the taste and the experience of another culture. But I think an even bigger part of it is the hospitality that people bring with it, welcoming you into their homes, so to speak, and getting a, a real taste and a feel for where they're from in the world. And they're able to share that with people in their new homeland and just how special that is. Flat Out Food, the podcast, is produced by Halter Media and written by Caitlin Schroep and myself, Jen Sharp. Flat Out Food is funded by Rogers Sports and Media, the Canada Media Fund, Creative Saskatchewan, and the Canadian Film Production Tax Credit. 
To learn more about Flat Out Food, follow us on social media. You can watch all the episodes of Flat Out Food along with some bonus content at citytv.com.